0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: To get started in one moment. Hey, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you, brother. Okay.
2: Okay, hey, can you
3: still hear me? Yes. Okay, all right, good.
2: Waiting for the ladies. Can you put in the inbox that we're waiting on them?
0: Okay, give me a few minutes.
2: those who are listening to the recording. We will get started in one moment.
4: i g- mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah...
2: okay um if it's not working then somebody just have you got to call the ladies on the three-way or something like that okay okay Okay, there you go, brother Bakersman. You got a number now. I'll call him now. Okay. All right. Cool.
0: I got both of them on ice, but it's not letting me put them on a conference call, because she already has Sister
1: Crystal on.
2: Let me see if I can um, undo it then. Hello? Yep. Let me see if I can add them on.
4: charge. It's
2: outside of your plan and will incur a well, will want the, the other one call the other one
4: and let the other one
2: call in? You can hang up now to avoid the charge. So, put in there both of them couldn't Talk call into the Talk show?
4: Shoe. Please enter the show ID followed by the pound key. You can access the episode of Talk TalkShoe Live. This episode is being recorded and streamed live on TalkShoe.com. Please press 1 to accept and enter the online studio. TalkShoe Live. This episode is being recorded and streamed live on TalkShoe.com. Please press 1 to accept and enter the online studio. TalkShoe Live. This episode is being recorded and streamed live on TalkShoe.com. You are joining the online studio. The line is muted. Only the host can unmute your line. Raise your hand using star two so the host knows when you want to speak.
2: Captain the call one know
5: What's Crystal's number?
0: 412
2: 980 9354. That's Savannah's number. What's Crystal's number? Oh, oh okay. uh, I, I see him on the line right now. Okay. Okay. Y- y'all on, ladies? Yes, Okay, somebody got to come off a speakerphone. You sound very muffled right now. Yes,
6: we're
2: on. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, Savannah, let me do a sound check on you also, make sure you sound okay.
6: Yes, I'm
7: here.
2: Okay, Sister Crystal again?
7: Yes, we're here.
2: Okay, all right, good. So I am going to go ahead and start the live recording, and we can go ahead and get ready and get into our show. And we start in three, two, one. We want to welcome everyone here on the Bible Show Truth Hour Network and the Poet uh, Radio Show. Um, This is Reboot Your Faith, and we have a very nice, explosive topic and subject for you today. Um, And we we want to talk about overcoming loss. That's what we're going to talk about today, overcoming loss. Um, a, A lot of us have a hard time healing from changes. And we're not just talking about the loss of a loved one through death. We're talking about relationship or marriage. We're talking about health. We're talking about finances. We're talking about all those types of things. And so we want to show you that through the word of God and with Jesus that we can overcome and get beyond some of those things that we deal with and that we face on an everyday um, experience. And so at this time, we're going to ask that you guys let us know where you are calling from or watching from. Let us know where you're watching from. And since today, um, I definitely want you to call into the show today, all right? Um, Brother Lionel, I definitely want you to call into the show today. We're talking about overcoming loss, okay? I'm going to put the phone number in the uh, in the thread. And we're going to ask you guys to call in today because I'm pretty sure that you guys have some insight on some things that you went through and how you made it through. So this show is about encouraging one another. Brother Lionel is calling in from Louisiana. Everyone, please share. Uh, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, Abigail, thank you. Israel, happy Sabbath. Brother Clifford Page, let everybody know where you are tuning from. Rory Potts. I'm tuning in from Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia, we appreciate you. Uh, Let's see who else we have out there. And again, I am sharing as I am asking you to share also as well. And so we're going to analyze this subject. We're going to talk about it. Asheville, North Carolina. Sister Cheryl, we're going to ask you to call into the show today. I just put up the number, and I'll put it up again where you guys can call in, and you could be a part of the discussion today. It may be something that you went through that can help heal someone else who's currently going through something. So, Sister Cheryl, if you guys could share. Rory Potts, if you could share. Uh, Brother Clifford, Little uh, little Abigail, if you guys can share. Jordan Stubbs, Sister Dave, if you could share this live feed. We would definitely appreciate it, and we say thank you. We say thank you. I am sharing to um, the groups that I am involved in, and The hosts are doing the same thing that are on the line. We're going to bring on our host in a moment to talk about this subject, their experience, and also um, why they believe that this subject is so important today. Um, Arian Israel Sykes, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to ask that you share this lesson for us or this show for us um, for a moment. So while we talk about this also, you guys see the number in the thread I'm going to ask you guys to call in. Let's go ahead and bring on our host. Today we have Sister Savannah tuning in from um, Pennsylvania. Um, Sister, tell the people, or first of all, greet the people, then tell them why this subject you feel is so important.
7: Hello, everyone. Happy Sabbath. I'm tuning in from Pittsburgh. Um, The reason that this topic is so important is because during the COVID um, pandemic, that is still actually going on. Many of many people are unemployed. Um, they're not working, um, or their hours were reduced, um, and it's causing it's causing strain on their family, on them personally, and it's just it's having a major impact on us as a whole.
2: We thank you for that, sister. Let's go ahead and go to Brother Bakersman. Um, You can go ahead and greet the people of the Bakersmen and then let the people know why this topic is so important to discuss today.
0: How you doing? Uh, I feel like the topic is uh, very important because sometimes people take more losses than Uh people take more losses than what they expect to go through in life sometimes. But it's not about How many times you lose is about how you respond to the loss of the situation.
2: I love it. I love it. Let's go ahead and go to Sister Crystal Wells, um, our other host, this sister right here. Um, Please talk to the people, greet them, and tell them why this topic is so important to discuss today, overcoming loss. That's what our topic is today. Sister Crystal? We can't hear you, sister. If you're talking, okay. Let me see. I think we may have lost our sisters temporarily for a moment, but yeah, we lost our sisters for a moment. But what we want to do right now, let's go ahead and go to the callers real quick, and then uh, we'll will The host has some information we want to share with you in a moment. Let's go to nine one zero six three three. Nine one zero six three three. Call and state your name and where you're calling from.
3: This is Chris Pathea, Asheville, North Carolina.
2: Hey, brother Chris, how you doing, man?
3: I'm doing fine. How you doing, brother Ice? Like I'm
2: doing. I'm doing well, my brother. We talking about, you know, overcoming the loss of a loved one, uh, or the loss of finances, or the loss of a relationship. Or the loss of health problems and how those things can knock you down, how those things can make you depressed and it's easy for the devil to slip in and start working with your spirit. And we want to hear from you, brother, if you've ever experienced anything like that and how did you overcome it?
3: Well, um, in my past, um, I've lost, like, family, like, not due to, like – death or nothing like that but like through um divorce like i've been married and to have a family today and then going tomorrow like because uh the parent want to move away and they want to take the kids with them and then um i suffer mental anguish you know um depression which also led to me drinking and things of that nature but um through god um Trying to heal spiritually and um yes. and try to uh, work on rebuilding the family.
2: Yes, yes, and. brother. And we def- we you know that testimony that you gave, and a lot of people think loss, They think just losing loved one by way of death. You know what I'm saying. And so we're gonna talk about that too a little bit more in detail. Like you said, it was mm-hmm. um it was it was your marriage, right? And yeah. a lot of people don't understand that when you're with someone every day in a relationship every day, and then all of a sudden, you know, for whatever reasons that relationship ends, maybe children are tied, one parent moves away, the children go with that parent. It's a deep situation, and it's a deep. How are you dealing with it today, brother? How are you maintaining?
3: Well, I'm dealing with it today. Um, trying to I'm just strengthen those um connections, like with my kids and through the um, with the parents. Um. Cause it wasn't just one time I was married. I've been married three times. So to uh, go through that two and three times is it's hard. It's rough um, to go through that. But I put down um, the drinking and um, smoking and all that stuff and just keep my no, faith strong no, through um, the Lord.
2: Now, let me ask you this because we're touching on this also as well on this show. Mm-hmm. Now, when those things happen to you, you were vulnerable out there. You know what I'm saying? Your spirit was vulnerable. And it's easy for mm-hmm. Satan to come in and say, here, drink this. Here, smoke this. Here, do this. Do that. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what I want to kind of like get over to the people. That's when you're most vulnerable when you start going through what you're going through. So if you can shed some light on that that part of it, if you could share some light on that part of it, you know, where you will get those things, that hey, this will make you feel better. Hey, just do this. Hey, go ahead, my brother.
3: Oh, yeah, so um, in that light, in that situation, like, even from, like, drinking on the job and smoking on the job, not caring, that's what I got. I got that not caring spirit where I didn't care about nothing. It was, like, drinking, smoking at any will at any cost, not caring about my life, safety of people. Around me, or just period. And it took to me uh, having a mental, uh, not a mental breakdown, but coming to grips that certain things weren't just for me, and I had to walk away. Even from my job, I had to walk away because it was playing a major role in me uh, going down that that tunnel of darkness because there was no light in the job where I was working at, it was no help, and it was just like me against the world, I felt, you know, so I had to walk away and reboot, Mm. like the show said, and reboot.
2: Yes. Yes. And, you know, that's why we, the, the name of the show is called Reboot Your Faith. Let's go ahead and go to our host, Sister Savannah. You know, this brother is hitting right in line with what our topics are today. And the show, the topic is overcoming loss. But we're not just dealing with the loss of a loved one through death. We're dealing with marriage or relationship, the loss of that. Mm -hmm. We're dealing with health, the loss of that. We're dealing with finances, the loss of that. But the brother just put it out there on the table from the marriage relationship perspective and standpoint. This was like a death. This is like, hey, you got somebody in the house, you got somebody around you. Now all of a sudden, they are not there anymore. Let's go to Sister Savannah so you can comment on what the brother spoke about and how he is trying to overcome, you know, or in the process. I don't even like to use the word trying. He's in the process of overcoming that loss of that marriage and the separation from the children and those things. Let's let's go to our host, uh, Sister Savannah, so you can do a 30-second comment on what the brother spoke about, words of encouragement. Then we'll go to Brother Bakersman, then Sister Krista. Go ahead, Sister Savannah.
7: Okay. Um, my apologies, brother. I didn't really hear everything you said. But from what I did hear... um. I feel like you, you acknowledge what you needed to do as far as taking a step back from it all and um, realizing that you had to reboot your faith. Um, but you just have to remain strong and focused on the Lord. And with that keeping the Lord, your number one focus, and he's going to bring, it, bring you through it all. Um, we have, we, there's just so many, that, so many different things that we go through in life that we just always have to keep God our number one focus. And I think that that's what you realize. And that's what, you, that's what you started to work on. And um, I commend you for that, brother. Just stay strong.
3: Thank you, sister. No problem. I am. Thank you, sister.
2: Let's, let's go ahead and go to Brother Bakersman. Brother Bakersman, this brother right here just set our show on fire at the top of the show. He just laid it out there. And like I said, the brother is tying in to right right to one of our topics that we're going to actually um, discuss um, and give you detailed discussion on that with the host in the middle of the show. So, Brother Bakersman, go ahead, my brother. It's on you uh, to comment.
0: Uh, yeah, I really appreciate you, you know, for calling in and, and putting that down on the table because I can, you know, I can I see eye to eye with you on them because I, too, you know, went through the loss of a, a marriage and, you know, deal, dealt with divorce as well. So I, I know how I can, you know, it can take... Take a strong mental toll and you know and break you down mentally more than anything. And sometimes people don't understand that you know going through the loss of a marriage and going through a divorce is totally different than just breaking up with a boyfriend or girlfriend. Mm. But um a quote a quote that I found, like, because some sometimes when when people, you know, are walking out of our lives, you know, sometimes we, we always like to ask the questions, you know, well, what did we do? You know, what what didn't we do? We always feel like it's, it's us, and that's not always the case. But um, I found this quote today and it said, uh, I didn't lose you. You lost me. You'll search for me inside of everyone you're with, and I won't be found. Wow. So sometimes it's, it's, it's not the fact that you're losing. Yes, they are walking away, but they're losing you. And they'll see that later on down the line.
3: Thanks, brother. I appreciate
2: that. Sister Crystal, give us your 30-second
6: comments. Yes, I agree uh, with what Brother Bakersman said. Um, You know, the loss of a marriage is devastating because you feel that you have lost everything, and you haven't lost everything. But I know that, you know, in a marriage, if there's kids, you know, you feel so like you lost your kids, you know, it's an empty home. There's no one there like it used to be. And so, you know, that's something to deal with. It's very hard. And that is like the loss of a loved one. It's just like that because you have loss. And, you know, I just commend you, brother, on, you know, uh, keeping the faith and realizing that what you needed to do and you did that and, and it was beneficial for you. And so I just thank God that you realized and was able to come out of that with the help of the Lord. And just stay strong, brother, and and keep the faith.
3: Thank you, sister. I will.
2: And you have a new family with Team Truth Hour also as well, brother. So, you know, you have a family to surround you also as well and to pull on when you need that support. We want you to stay on the line, my brother. We got a lot of callers on the line. Let's go ahead and go to our next caller. We got 202- I'm sorry, we got 773-808, then 202, then 773-759. We got you. We're talking about overcoming loss. This brother, and we're not just talking about the loss of a loved one who has passed away. We're talking about the loss of a marriage or, or, or relationship. We're talking about the loss of health. We're talking about the loss of finances. And we're talking about, you know, all those things that tie into overcoming loss, because there's an aspect to that that you have to deal with on a mental and a, and, and and on a spiritual level to overcome those things. Let's go ahead. Um, 773-808, Call or state your name where you're calling from. 773-808, Call or state your name and where you're calling from. Uh, Duncan Hutchinson from Chicago South Side. Oh, what's up? What's r- up, my brother? How you feeling? Welcome to the show today.
1: Yeah, this is a a very interesting and timely uh, topic. Uh, Yesterday I had a meeting with my family. We tried to build some of our losses back together and go forward. But to give a testimony, um, I lost my wife. Uh, We we was married for 28 years, and she had a bad father with asthma. So one day she was standing just as normal and natural as anybody else. And the next day she was gone. So it took it took a, a toll on me, uh, mentally. More yeah, more. It basically took a, a toll on me mentally because it was it was sudden, and we had uh, we had been through a lot of struggles together, and uh, it seems as though we were prosperity. She was uh, in school for a paralegal, and she was uh, one of the uh, uh, top students in the school, and we are looking for her to finish and get Or a, a, She had already got an offer from a law firm to work for a law firm even before she finished because she is one of the five top students in the school. But to go That I couldn't really even focus on trying to really think about what would be the wisest thing to do in Mm -hmm. that time of situation. Because one thing I did learn about it and I believe I could have possibly saved my house. But one thing I learned about it when when you go when you get into a situation where you have to go to the world system of things, you gotta go to see lawyers and 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 financial people and stuff. When they see you in a dis- desperate situation, they tend to take advantage of you rather than try to help you really. So what they see is something to grab at and get from you rather and, and than and let, understand just, and let me just in jump in. We got a lot of
2: call let me just jump in, brother Duncan, because we lot of callers but I want you to get to this point. Now you had lost your wife through um through due to her passing away. And um because of that death there was a lot of financial hits and different things that Begin to have a domino effect on that loss. You find yourself in a financial situation that you had not been in. You found yourself in a, a situation as far as a relationship that you had not been in. So let's get to the point real quick on how you are overcoming that loss, how you are dealing with this on a spiritual level. What is it about the Word of God and Jesus that is helping you to be alive today, to have a good attitude today? to be a man that's developing programs for our youth and for our community today when you could have just rolled up and gave up and died and just walked away and just said to hell with everything? What is it that's making you do those things today, that's making you move on, that's making you move forward?
1: Well, uh, the thing is, is, like, even with my program with Vision Sight and Purpose, me and my wife wrote that up in that plan a month before she died. So that was the first hit. So I I think that that uh, desire to continue that dream is also took a hold on me to take an anchor on God and pull up. The other thing is the community and uh, the constant uh, of oppression and detriment that the black community in the in the environment of our our, our communities have, uh, also uh, has me to, you know, reach out for a greater understanding and hope in that. But uh, one thing that I think really kept me strong is that those things that I came from, which was drug and alcohol abuse, I felt like a lot of people, like one of the brothers said that when he suffered loss, you know, he. Resulted some weaknesses and drinking and stuff like that was that uh, I felt that I couldn't go back even though it was a, a a strike I couldn't go back so I could I had to go forward so the only thing that made me realize that there was some mental strife in it was me not being able to uh, see what was being done. By the world around me, in in the in the thing that I was losing, where if I had more encouragement and more people that were supporting me and seeing what I was going through, like hey, you know, think this out, and uh, giving me better options, I might have better better at that moment. But right now, at this time, my seeking to realize the redemption in the power of the Lord. To bring redemption to anything you come through, or uh, has me holding on to keep going forward.
2: All right. Well, we appreciate we appreciate that, brother. We're going to let brother Bakersman comment on that, and then we're going to go to seven seven three seven five nine. I believe it is, brother Bakersman. Um, go ahead and give us your comment and your take on that, my brother.
0: That was a uh, that was a lot to take in. I really, you know, what I'm saying. Man, to lose, you know, to lose your wife like that, that's you know, that's that's really a, a, a tough thing. Um uh, this quote that I'm looking at here now says you have to be at your strongest when you're feeling when you're feeling at your weakest. But the one thing that, that every the one thing that every situation that we all, you know, come across when it comes down to loss is the mental breakdown. It all it always starts and That's something I come to understand when you know we're dealing with the you know with the word, whether you deal with Satan or you deal with God. It all it always goes back to the mindset. So understanding that when we when we deal with with loss, the one thing we have to you know keep on our minds is, is try to you know stay focused on God throughout the loss because He He's going to be the only way. That we're gonna be able to, you know, climb out of whatever hole we done fell down into, and that way it doesn't doesn't overtake us because when when we have some losses like that that hit us real hard, sometimes it, it takes more more of a toll on us than what we actually realize. So okay. I just want to say, just keep keep pushing forward, brother, and you know, just know that God got you and you do have family here.
2: All right, and we're going to deal with that also because we're dealing with overcoming loss on our show today. Now, when we say loss, most people may just think the death of a loved one, but loss takes on many different avenues. The first brother who called in, Chris, part of Team Truth Hour, he talked about his marriage breaking up, the loss of a marriage, the loss of a relationship. That was Brother Duncan Ellington calling in from Chicago. He talked about the loss of a loved one through that loved one's death or passing away. Now, we got another caller because we got two other things to talk about, finances, health, also as well, the loss of those things. And the reason why we're bringing up loss is because it plays a spiritual and mental Downing of your mind. There's a process that you must go through. First, sometimes it's disbelief. I can't believe that this is happening to me. And then the second thing is anger. Some people go through anger. Man, why did this happen to me? You know, you got other people out there wasting their life and, and God, why would you put this on me? And then the next step may be, okay, cool. I got to accept this as my reality. You know, I got a choice right now. Do I fold up and go away, or do I try to overcome this obstacle and live the best life that I can live with the cards, that, I, with the cards that, I, that I'm dealt? Well, let's go to this next brother right here. Let's see if he's going to deal with one of the things that have already been dealt with, which is the loss of a marriage or relationship, the loss of a loved one through to death. Let's see what this brother is going to talk about 773-759. Um, seven, 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 Caller, you're on the air. State your name and where you're calling from.
5: Kendall is somebody Dennis from Chicago, Illinois. Simeon hey. alumni.
2: Hey, Brother Kenneth. What's up, brother? How you, How you feeling? feeling? I'm all right. I'm, I'm all right, blessed. my brother. Now, look, man, this brother got a powerful testimony, and I'm just going to let him turn it over to you um, for those who are in our listening audience, and let's see what loss he has had to come over. Go ahead, my brother.
5: Well, I, I had what most people would say back then was a tragedy. Um, might might even have been for myself when it first happened. I might even thought it was a tragedy initially. But God quickly turned that around for me. And the loss that I'm speaking of is um to me I say a loss of life, but it was actually just a loss of health. Um when I, I thirty two almost thirty two years ago I got hurt playing high school football. Opened a kickoff for the game, went down, made my last tackle, broke my neck and shattered my third and fourth vertebra. Um, rendering me a quadriplegic paralyzed from the neck down without the use of my arms and legs anymore. And I, I know when it first happened, I'm in the hospital, and the doctor comes in and tells me what my, myself and my family, what my diagnosis was going to be. And what they told me was my diagnosis was going to be the only thing I was supposed to do the rest of my life is blink. I didn't supposed to be able to talk. I didn't supposed to be able to breathe them on anymore. And at that time, I was on the respirator. Um, I didn't supposed to be solid foods, have kids, anything. But they only told me I was going to be able to blink. And at that moment, um, I was a man of remission. And me and my family, we started praying. Because that was the only thing we knew how to do. The only thing we could do was to pray. And God brought something over me that he took a kid that was shy, that the only time I was vocal was on the football field. And everything doctors told me I couldn't do, God has blessed me to be able to do. I'm talking on my own as y'all can hear. I breathe on my own without a respirator. Um, I eat solid foods. I got a daughter that's 27, a grandson that's a year and a half. Wow. And these are all the things that they, they told me that I would not be able to do. So God not only took me as a, as a young man that was shy, and now that lost all his ability to do anything and everything, I thought, and gave me a sense of confidence, a sense of belief in myself, a sense of knowing that God could get me through anything. And that's what he did. Because now at this point, 32 years later, and there's been a lot in between that has came and gone along the way. But at this point right now, I'm a motivational speaker. I have my own foundation. Um, to see, and I'm the CEO of, CEO of um, called Gridiron Alliance. I do peer mentoring at the rehab center that I was at. I have two podcasts that I do, one called A Culture's Corner and one also on Poet Radio called A Man's View in the process of writing two books. So God has gave me a model also that I'm blessed to be able. And the whole thing goes, I'm blessed to be able. Whatever it is I'm able to do, I'm blessed to be able to do it. And that's something I believe in and I know because the things that I'm doing, I probably would have never even the vision been able to do beforehand, and people have often asked me if I could go back and change anything, what would I change? And there's no doubt in my mind the day I got hurt would not be one of them days because I don't know what that life will have, what that life will mean, what that life could be. I know what this life is, and I'm happy in this life. I wake up every day with a smile on my face and joy in my heart, and that's all because of God, and that's not because of me because I know just me wouldn't been able to deal with this. But the divine hand of when God has touched me and brought me beyond all this, I I wake up every day happy and knowing that I got another day to get things right and be a blessing to somebody else.
2: That's 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 beautiful, my brother. And I am just over here smiling as a proud brother to this brother right here because he and I went to high school together, graduated together, and I remember that day that we got the news been 30-something years later, and I'm so proud that my brother has been able to turn these lemons that he has been dealt into lemonade. Let's go ahead and go to Crystal Wells. Give us your 30—I'm no, sorry, Sister Savannah. Give us your 30-second comment, my sister, on um, this brother's testimony. And, again, our first caller dealt with the loss of a marriage. Um, the second caller dealt with the loss of someone, uh, his wife, through, due to a death. This brother is dealing with the loss of health and how he transformed that loss and and that tragedy into a triumph. Let's go ahead to Sister Savannah. Give us your 30-second comment, sis, feedback.
7: Brother, my brother, my brother, when I say the Lord was working in your favor, he was working in your favor. The first verse that comes to mind when I just heard your testimony was, blessed is a man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope is, as the Lord is. You put your your complete trust in the Lord and He brought you through all those trials and all those as Brother Aisha said, lemons that was thrown at you. He turned all of yeah. those into uh I don't even know. And look, the Lord was working in your favor. I was so happy for you. You gotta keep pushing and keep pushing all this good that you're doing. And keep sharing your story because that story right there is inspiring, and I know this story can help others, many others that may be going through the same situations, or I'm not even close to experiencing what you went through, but it will help them. Oh my goodness! The Lord, praise, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I'm just in, so happy, I'm in so happy some happy ways I feel like someone actually experienced something like this, and you, yeah, you triumph, you try through, it, through it all.
5: Thank you.
2: You're welcome.
7: And I I, I tell
5: people that I believe that everything happens for a reason. And what happened to me was not by mistake. Because growing up in the projects, I used to pray every morning, ask God to let me get my family out of the projects and let football be the way it's going to happen. And God gave me exactly what I asked for. might not be exactly what I thought it was going to happen as far as going to college and going to pros. But what I asked for, I got. Because when I got hurt, I got us out the project, the city gave us a house. And that got us out the project. So how can I be mad for what God gave me or something that I asked for?
2: Wow. Wow. Look, man, man, I like I said, that's my brother Kenneth Jennings from Chicago. We're gonna move on the line because we do have a lot of callers in. Uh, I see you seven seven I'm sorry, eight two eight two seven nine. We'll go to you next and then seven seven three eight one eight we'll go to you. But, man, when I when I tell you that these type of testimonies, um, some are still really fighting that war and deal, dealing with it. Some have already overcome. But the end point to all of this, brothers sisters, and sisters, is God sometimes uses us as sacrificial lambs. There are some of us that's going to die. That's our sacrifice. You notice that no, that, that very, that, Very few laws are passed unless somebody dies. We have a law named after somebody who died. Sacrifices. Some of us will be sacrificed through death. Some of us will be sacrificed through health problems. Some of us will be sacrificed through financial situations. Some of us are going to lose that marriage. God got somebody else waiting for us. He got another purpose for us to serve. He don't want us to be distracted, and sometimes money can be a distraction. Sometimes other things can be, can be a distraction from what he wants us to do. I know for me it wasn't until after the death of my son that my focus became like this. It didn't matter to me what people were saying. It didn't matter to me what people were doing. What could hurt me more than the loss of my son? I became numb. It became a blessing and a curse because I didn't really care. I had one, one gear that I, I went in, and that was drive. I didn't know nothing about neutral. I didn't know nothing about reverse. Everything was, for me, was moving straight forward. And I told God, I said, hey, if I can't save my son's life, then send me out there and help me save somebody else's life. So this is why you see Brother Black Eyes so busy. I'm involved in so many things that I'm involved in. It's because of that loss, that sacrifice that God made in my life. So that I can be out here doing the things that I'm doing. Let's go to, um, let's see. Let's see that caller. Okay, we lost that caller. So we'll go to 773 818. 773 818. Caller, state your name and where you're calling from. If you can hand me the charger on the floor. 773 no eight eight one 818. The one that you
4: know, you have to
2: put
4: on the of right in the book.
2: Seven seven three eight one eight,
4: 773 818
2: you're on the line. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and go to the host. Um, each of us has something that we are dealing with as it relates to overcoming loss. So let's go ahead and deal with Sister Savannah first. What is the topic that you chose to cover today? Make sure your phone is uh, not on I- mute. Go ahead.
7: Yes, job is job loss.
2: Okay. So we're talking about the loss of finances through the loss of a job and how those things affect you mentally and spiritually, but how you can overcome those things too. I'll go ahead and turn it over to you, Sister Savannah. Sister Savannah?
7: Sorry, brother. Yes, yes, I'm still here. Okay, yes. Go ahead. So job loss can um is it's common now due to the pandemic that's happening. So there was an article that I wanted to read about, especially with the COVID situation that's um, affecting us all in different ways. And many it's affecting, it's causing people to lose their jobs or lose hours at work, et cetera. So just give me a moment. I'm trying to pull that up now.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, while you're doing that, let's go ahead and go to Sister Crystal Wells, Sister Crystal? While she's putting that up, let's go ahead and go into your um, conversation. What are you dealing with today, my sister?:
6: I am dealing with um, the loss I mean loss of health is what I'm dealing with today. Um, okay. And I just want to speak on um, the loss of health, and, and the loss of health is it's like unto death. You are no longer physically the man or woman you used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, This this is a great strain on your mind, your attitude, your spirit. Serious illnesses can cause tremendous changes in our lives. Mm -hmm. And limit individuals for mobility, independence, Chronic illnesses may, take, may make it impossible to pursue the activities one enjoys and can cause self-confidence and a sense of hope in the future. Um, <clears throat> the people with health issues often experience a certain amount of sadness and causes depression. There is hope in Jesus, though. So, I want to go to Psalms 31 and 24. And it reads Be of good courage, and he shall stick in your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. So, if we just keep hope and know that, you know, God can do anything, he can do all things, and he can heal us. So, and also, I'm going to read. Matthew 9 and 20, I'm sorry, Matthew 4 and 23, Jesus healed all manner of sickness and diseases among the people. God is our present help, so keep the faith, keep hope alive. And my last scripture is Matthew 9 and 20 that I'm going to read. And that says, Matthew nine and twenty. <clears throat> okay,
2: Lord, Lord. I'm sorry, y'all. This is okay. I can I can read it for you, sis. If you want me to.
6: If you would please, I'd appreciate that. I lost my. Um, okay, Matthew nine and
2: twenty says, and behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood twelve years. Came behind him and touched the hem of his garment, for she said within herself, "If I may but touch his garment, I shall behold." Go ahead, sis.
6: And so, if we just believe the way she did, she believed if she just only touched the hem of his garment, that she would be healed. And that's the same for us. I want us all to know and to believe that if we could just stay in the faith, keep trusting God. Keep praying. Just keep um, our eye on the prize and know that God is a healer. He will heal us the same. He will heal us the same. And I know that it's hard, these things that we go through, because health is something that will, you know, just make us all just crumble, your health. But don't lose focus. Keep trusting God and keep your hand in God's hand. Stay in the, in the word of God. And God will heal. But now, I'm not saying that he may heal while we're here on earth, but if we keep enduring to the end, then we don't have to worry about sadness, pain, death. We don't have to worry about any of that because all of that would be gone. If we just hold out and endure to the end, then we will have no more of that, no more of sickness, no more of anything. So I just ask you guys just to keep the faith and keep trusting God and know that God is is powerful and he can do all things if we only believe.
2: Thank you, my sister. Let's go ahead and go to call at 773-818, 773-818. You are on the line. State your name and where you're calling from.
8: Yo, this is your man, L1, a.k.a.
2: D.L.J. Yeah, what's going yes,
8: on?
6: Right, I'm here. Another yeah, brother I, I,
2: I, 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 I'm... Hold on, let me give you real quick. This is another brother that I've been knowing for over 30 years. When I was um, rapping back in the day in high school, um, this is a brother that was in the same neighborhood, the same community, and we were doing the same thing. And even today, over 30 years later, we're still rapping together, performing together, um, helping to go out into the community to um, inspire our people through music together, you know what I'm saying, so uh, I know this brother's journey and this brother's story, and I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you, um, Brother L1. And as uh, a matter of fact, L means God, okay? That's why a lot of angels, Gabriel, you know, Michael, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, and, and a lot of people, Elijah, E-L, a lot of people in the Bible had the name E-L on the E-L means God, and W-O-N means you're successful. So through God, this Brother One, L1, that's his name, and that's what he chose because of what he's about to share with you now. I'm going to turn it over to you, my brother.
8: Uh, Yeah. Uh, man, how y'all doing out there? Uh, well, I'm on, I'm not going to drag y'all out there with the
2: story, but
8: what happened to me is um, I lost uh, my pancreas, my kidney. You know, the doctor told me I only had six months to actually live. And uh, I was going through it. Um, So when I went to the hospital, I found out that my kidney only had 20% of function. So if you know anything about the medical field, 20% function of the kidney is not good. Anyway, the doctor told me I had, and this is the true story. The doctor said, hey, man, it ain't looking good. Uh, Mr. Jones, I think, uh, you know, you got about six months to live. Well, I told him, I said, well, Doc, I, I respect your professional opinion. I said, but let me go talk to my doctor and I'll get back with you. So on, I went and prayed. So I went and prayed to the Heavenly Father above, asked him, could he restore me? And in the process of going through all this, because I was born a diabetic, so let's get that right. I was juvenile diabetic. I was born a diabetic. The doctor told me take care of yourself. Me, I halfway listen. I really didn't listen. I was still doing what I wanted to do, thinking it was a joke, but it was not. You know, to control diabetes, you have to test your sugar. Sugar is like gas in your car. You can't be, you can't have too much. You can't have too little. But to make a long story short, I, uh, the doctor told me I only had six months to live. I went and prayed to God and asked him, could you please, restore me back to my old self again? And what had happened was um, the doctor made that statement. I came back, and I told him, I said, you know what, doc? I said, I'm going to beat this thing, and I'm going to do everything that you're telling me to do from the outside. But God told me I'd be all right. And he only said I had six months, and right now I'm going into my 12th year of living and breathing. And in the process, I lost my eyesight, and I got my eyesight back. I've lo- I lost my eyesight. Ice was a witness to it. I lost my eyesight, not completely blind, but I couldn't see nothing. I couldn't see in front of me. So I was able to restore my uh, vision again. I was able to get a kidney and a pancreas, a double transplant. I was able to get a double transplant in 10, of a, in 10 and a half hours. But during the process, I was actually ready to get rid of myself before God came into my life. I was actually contemplating suicide. This is real talk. People don't know your problems until you express them to you, until you express it to somebody. Because everybody that seen me, they would say, man, you look perfect. Man, ain't nothing wrong with you. Man, you great. But in the inside, I know I was dying in the inside. And I was dying more emotionally than I was physically because the doctor was giving me the pills, but emotionally he was tearing me down. I look up when I had my um, transplant, I was taking 85 pills. I was taking 85 pills, a bowl of fruit, a bowl of uh, what you call that that, uh, stuff, fruity pebbles. I was taking them. So I was taking 85 pills because when you get a kidney kidney and pancreas transplant, you have to take anti-rejection medication. And anything that goes in your body that's not yours is foreign, and your body don't know it. So it takes two and a half years for it to adjust to your body. But my overcoming was that, I prayed, but to God, I trusted in God, and I let Him take over. I actually been over Keith Jennings' house. He don't even know that because I don't think he remember me. But I actually been over Keith Jennings' house because my play brother is Eric Jordan. They call him P. He went to Simeon as well, and Joseph. He's like a brother to me too. So I been over Keith Jenny's house when he was in a big uh, 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 high rise or whatever. I been over there, talked to him, seen him. I put my eyes on him and all this and that, but this is what I was going through, what I was going through. But I'm saying this for to say that you have to stay on top of your health, man. You cannot put wealth over health because you can make a million dollars and not be able to spend it because your health is deteriorating, and you have to have faith in the Lord, man. And I told the Lord, Lord, if you restore me, I promise you I'll do right by you, and I've been doing right ever since. I may, you know, see, I'm still, you know, a part of the world. Still, I'm still, I ain't perfect by far. I'm not saying I've been working on me, y'all. I've been far. working
2: on them. I, mean, we, we, I ain't we, perfect
8: we, by we, far. I know my attitude. I we, know, work work. We, I stole my attitude. I've been working on. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but all I'm saying is that y'all keep your faith where you need to keep your faith, man. Don't listen to the naysayers. Stay away from the negativity, man. Don't let the negativity get in your head. Whatever you can change, change on your own. Some people don't want to see you get good. That's why you got Satan out here. Satan don't want to see you do good. God wants to see you do great. Remember that. Satan don't want to see you do good. God wants to see you do great. So that's what I did. I put my faith in God, and I came back, and I told the doctor, and I actually they reported him. I, say, I, I I went back to the head nurse, and I said, if I was a person that was really suicidal, that was really ready to actually go with taking my life. I say, why would I want to wait six months to die when I can go home right now, kill myself right now, and I ain't got to worry about nothing. The nurse just looked at me and said, you know what, Mr. Jones, you are absolutely right. He should not give you that type of news if he's not willing to, you know what I'm saying, if that's not the truth or if it wasn't a fact, because he gave me six months. I'm going on 12 years. I'm going on 12 years strong. had no real, you know, no real health issues. I've been, you know, back and forth to to the doctor. But to make a long story short, man, believe in the Lord, man. Believe in positivity and get rid of the the, the negative uh, people around you. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. That's the devil speaking. Anytime somebody's speaking against you, and speaking wrong to you, that's the devil. Don't listen to him. He want up but destroy you. What's his three things? Kill, steal, steal, and destroy. Don't listen to him. I block him out all the time. And like Keith said, I wake up with a smile on my face every day. Thank you, Lord. Appreciate you for giving me another day. And man, that's my testimony,
2: brother, man. Man, this brother right here, man, it, look, he talking about he don't want to come. But this brother preaching today, this brother preaching today with his testimony on this show. And, you know, it's going to take People like this brother right here, he was the sacrificial lamb, you know. And this brother hadn't even talked about his, his you know, prison stint and his street life and all those type of things that he was doing, you know what I'm saying. But you know, that sacrifice of his health has put him in a position now to minister, and minister only means helper minister to other people and share his testimony, how he didn't give up, how he didn't let this obstacle in his life knock him back, how he's staying positive, how he's continuing to go to work every day. This brother go to work, not only go to work, but do overtime. And I see him sometimes when he walk into a brother, you all right? He, you know what I'm saying? That's my brother. I love him. I'm proud of him. And um, the journey, man, that, you know, the journey that I, I've, I've, I've witnessed, this brother go through, you know, not just from the health side, but from the life side with the street and everything like that. You know, that's is why, you know, I talk to my brother just about every day and uh, I stay in his ear. I try to always be a positive voice in his life, you know, and we bounce that's ideas fact. off of one another. You know what I'm saying? Fact. We bounce ideas that's off of one another. And uh, <laughs> I, I love you, brother. That's
8: Man, that's, man I love that. you too, brother. I want you to know that too. That just ain't a one-way street. I love you too, brother, because with brothers like you in my life, you always, when I'm ready to go left, you pull me back right. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it 100. And it's a lot of times I want to go left again because I was a part of the street life heavy. I was a part of the street life heavy. Yes, I was. I did go to the penitentiary. Yes, I did. I did all of that. Any jail that's in the city of Chicago, I probably didn't been in and went in overnight. That's not nothing I'm proud of. But for a man that's willing to try, God is willing to change. Got to be right. willing to change, and God will give you, and God will do the rest. And I love you too, brother, and I'm not going to hold you up on that, man. I love you too, man.
2: Thank you so much, my brother. We're going to go ahead and go to our next host. Um, and, Sister Sivan, I'm going to save you for last, sister, just for the energy um, of everything. But I do want to read something real quick, Psalms 34 and 18. It says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and saves those who are crushed in spirit. I'm going to say that again. Psalms 34 and 18, it says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So think over that. The Lord is close to you. If you've been crushed in your spirit, if you've been brokenhearted, the Lord is right by your side, holding you up. You ever heard of the the footsteps where it was two footsteps of two human beings walking in the sand. And then the person didn't see two people walking in the sand no more. And, and um, he said, God, why, why you leave me? Why are you not walking by my side no more? And the Lord said, no, my son, that was me carrying you. That's why you only saw one footstep. Let's go ahead and go to Brother Bakersman. What's your topic, my brother, that you're dealing with today on loss?
0: My topic today is uh, the loss on relationship. Okay. And well, uh, I, I chose that topic uh, for the reason of, you know, of losing, you know, losing, some relationships or whatnot, but um, the thing with with losing relationships or really losing anything is it it has to happen in order for you to in order for you to grow because so, sometimes we we're not up to speed on doing things that that we should be doing or actually in the position that God wants us to be in. Um. One quote that I want to read real quick before uh, I go into it, Uh, it says, let me get that on one second, sometimes we outgrow people who aren't growing, and that's something that we probably don't even pay attention to when we get in certain, you know, relationships. But just like I mentioned earlier uh, with the uh, first brother that called, you know, going through... The loss of his marriage and everything like that—that that, that's something that I dealt with as well. And like I said, it always breaks you down mentally, and sometimes it it really tears you up when you when you're by yourself because then your mind is able to kind of eat at you with a lot of a lot of things running through your you know through your mind, things that you know you you don't want, but there's really nothing you can do to really get them out, and. The one thing you try to do is you try to run from the pain, but mm. you can't even run. You can't run from it. That's the that's the worst part. It's it's always going to be there. It's there when you go to sleep. You know, it's hard to go to sleep. But when you finally go to sleep, you rest, you wake up, and the pain is still there. It, it, it It's not even a, you know, it's not like you go and bump your knee and it's temporary. It's there 24-7. So... The one thing you have to focus, you have to focus on is, like I said, you have to understand that the mindset is the is the key. So the one relationship that I kind of wanted to touch on, uh, dealing with the mindset, I wanted to kind of touch on the relationship with Job and his wife. Now everybody, you know, kind of knows the story of you know what Job went through and how much he lost. He lost. His kids, he, he pretty much lost everything that he had. And uh, and so, Job chapter 2, verse 1. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence camest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and from the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Has thou considered my servant Job? that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil. And still he holdeth fast his integrity, although God moves me against him to destroy him without a cause. And Satan answered the Lord and said, skin for skin, yeah, all that a man hath will he give for his life. So Satan knows how to, you know, try to attack you in certain points of your life, your weak points, because he knows all your weak points, even when you think he doesn't. But put forth thine hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. So Satan is telling the Lord, if you, if you allow me to do these things, you know, Job is going to curse you. You know, I know you got faith in him and everything like that, but he's going to curse you if these things happen. So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown. And he took him a potsherd. To scrape himself without and he sat down among the ashes. Now this this right here is like like the brother just said before. You have to, you know, you have to pay attention to the negativity that people might bring into your life. The negative things that they might say to you to, you know, to knock you off balance, even when you you know you're trying to get back up. Then said his wife unto him, Does thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. Now, earlier we already, we already came across, Satan said that if this happened to Job, that he was going to curse God to his face. So now we see that Satan was trying to use Job's wife against him with a mindset. But this is what Job said. But he said unto us, I as one of the foolish women speaking. What, shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? And all this did not Job sin with his lips. So Job stood his ground because Job understood that regardless of what it is that I might be losing, regardless of what, it is that what might be happening to me, I know that it's not going to always be like this. Certain things have to happen. I have to, I have to go through certain things. But I can't just curse. I can't curse God because he's the one that does all these things. He brought me into this world. He's the one that will take me out. So I still have to give him praise regardless. So the one thing that I, I had to understand with going through everything is instead of trying to run from the pain is go through it. You know, allow myself to feel to feel all that pain. That way it can it can strengthen me in areas that I need to be strengthened in. That way can God can do what it is he needs to do. Um a quote that I wanna uh give out real quick is uh let's see.
6: On,
2: While he's looking for the quote, um, I just want to let everybody know that you're tuned in to Reboot Your Faith on the four-time national award-winning POET radio. We're talking about overcoming loss, and it's been a very explosive show. People have called in, given their testimonies, how they've overcome health issues, how they've overcome finances, how they've overcome the losses uh, of loved ones through death, um, through marriage. And so um, you're listening to Brother Bakersman now. Go ahead, my brother.
0: Okay. Um, first quote I want to read. Like I said, it all whether you deal with God or you deal with Satan, it all goes back to the, to the mindset. So the one thing you have to strengthen is your mindset. The quote says, your mind is your instrument. Learn to be its master and not its slave. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to overcome some of the toughest things that you deal with, but you have to do it mentally. It's not enough to be physically strong going through this world. You have to be mentally strong. This other quote says, When you can't control what's happening, challenge yourself to control the way you respond to what's happening. That's where your power is. You can't always control the things that are thrown at you in life. You can't always control the things that, you know, that come at you. But the one thing you can control is how you're going to respond to those things. And the last last quote that I want to read is, uh,
2: After Brother Bakersman, we will be going to Sister Savannah to give her final um, snops, synopsis of what her what the loss you know that she'll be dealing with on the show today and then our close out from there. Go ahead, Brother Bakersman.
0: Okay, the quote says the difference between school and life. In school you are, you're you're given you're you're pretty much you're, you're prepped for your prep before you get the test. Mm. And in life you're given a test without any type of preparation. Mm. So you you have to be you have to be on your toes because you don't have any preparation for the things that's gonna come that's gonna come towards you in the next five minutes or even after this show. Nobody knows what's gonna happen. You have no preparation for it. But the only thing you can do is be ready and respond when it happens
2: we thank you for that brother Bakersman let's go ahead and go to sister Savannah Uh, we are in overtime so we are running out of time so um, you guys hang on we only got a few more minutes in the show um, before they cut us off but let's go ahead and go to sister Savannah sister Savannah um, go ahead and um, give your give your which topic you chose Sister Savannah, make sure your phone is not on mute. All right. I don't know what happened there, but let me just say this, brothers and sisters. The show has been so, 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 so powerful, and I just wanted to read you guys a couple of things. Uh, Matthew, the 11th chapter, verses 28 through 30, says, Come unto me, all that you have All all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let's see if we can get Sister Savannah back on. Uh, I don't know. I, I think their call may have dropped. Okay. Yeah, their call did drop. Let's see if they can get back in. But I just wanted to share with you a couple of more scriptures that's dealing with, you know, the loss and how we need to move towards, brothers and sisters, move towards God and move towards, you know, and and my topic was the actual dealing with the death. You know, um, I speak at funerals all the time And I want to give words of comfort, and I want to give words of comfort to you who are on the line who may be dealing with the loss of a loved one also as well. So let me share 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, verses 13 through 18, and it reads, But I would have you not be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep or who has passed away that you sorrow not, even as others who have no hope. So when you go to the funerals and you see people really, really, really taking it hard, sometimes these are the people who have no hope because they think that this is it. There's nothing else after this. But what we do, brothers and sisters, is share the word of God and let people know about the resurrection, the first one, when Jesus comes back, the second one, a thousand years after that. You can read that in Revelations, the 20th chapter. But it's a little bit different when you know that this is not it, that you're going to see your loved one again. It's only a matter of time. It says, but I will have you not to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even others that there is a resurrection. We know what's coming, brothers and sisters. And it is our job to minister and to teach our brothers and sisters what the Word of God says so that we'll know what to look for. I also want to share this with you. For those who are dealing with the loss of a loved one and you're trying to overcome that particular loss, let's go to Revelations, the 21st chapter, verse 4. And Sister Crystal touched on this a little bit. But this was always one of my favorite scriptures. It says, Revelations 21-4, and God shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes, and there should be no more death. Wait a minute. There's going to be a time when we don't have any more death? Yes? But into the word of God, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things will have passed away. So if we have faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and if we have hope and what to look forward to, then we can look at things a little bit different. When it comes to death, brothers and sisters, Jesus wept. So, yes, you're going to cry, you're going to hurt, and you're going to feel pain. But it's not the type of hurt and pain from someone who don't believe and don't have faith and don't have hope, brothers and sisters. So I just wanted to encourage you, and I wanted to share that with you. Now let's go ahead and bring on Sister Savannah, and uh, we're going to let her close out. Sister Savannah, go ahead, sis. You're on the line.
7: Okay, so my closing scripture is Hebrews 11 and 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So that's my final my final scripture.
2: Thank you so much for that, brothers and sisters. This is what I want to do. I want to give 30 seconds to each of the hosts to give their final words as to what they thought or felt about the show today. It's been a very powerful and awe-inspiring show, and um, you guys just only knew um, all the running around and all the things that I have to do um, to make sure that we bring you this word, and this is important, brothers and sisters, whether it's on the Sabbath day or whether it's on Tuesday, and please tune in Tuesdays, Uh, for the Bible Show Truth Hour live at 7 o'clock p.m. But let's go ahead and go and get the final thoughts. Let's go to Sister Krista Wells. You can go ahead first, Sister. What's your final thought on today's show? 30 seconds.
6: Uh, My final thoughts on today's show. um, In closing, I would like to leave with you. Uh, We all have faced loss at some point in our lives. It's a hard thing to deal with, but we must turn to the Word of God. There we will find comfort, peace healing, and understanding. We must remember, we may not be healed in this life, but if we endure till the end, there will be more pain, sickness, be no more pain, sickness, sorrow, or death. But if we can accept our sickness and can keep a positive attitude,
2: Absolutely. I understand that, sis. Let's go ahead and go to Brother Bakersman. Give us your final thoughts. Make sure your phone is not on mute, my brother.
0: Yes. Uh, my final thoughts is I really enjoyed the, uh, the show today. I, I mean, we had some powerful testimonies with everything that uh, everyone had to say that they went through. It's Something to, and that's like the brother has said. Sometimes it's you never know what people are going through until they, you know, they tell you. You're never gonna be able to tell from the looks of it, you know. And that's that just shows you the power of God, you know. You you don't look like what you've been through.
2: I appreciate that, my brother. And you know, we um as human beings have to understand that. Sickness is a part of this human experience. Death is a part of this human experience. Struggle is a part of this human experience. And so when we realize that we can't live this life without feeling some kind of hurt, without feeling some kind of pain, without going through some kind of struggle, then we can look at it a little bit different and understand that, hey, this is part of the process. It's supposed to be there. Because of our father and mother, Adam and Eve, we're supposed to be going through these things in this life, in this body. So knowing those things, we can keep a more positive attitude Because a positive attitude leads to a positive outcome. And believe me, salvation and everlasting life, what's more positive than an outcome of that? But I want to close with this. Psalms 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And that's the end game, that's the end point. When Jesus, as he said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth, when the Lord brings that kingdom down out of heaven and establishes it on this earth, brothers and sisters, then if we qualify, if we pass the audition of this life, then we can dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We thank all of you all so much for tuning in to another edition of Reboot Your Faith. Tune in this Tuesday to the Bible Show Truth Hour and the next Sabbath day for another edition of the youth show, What's the Real Deal Israel? Thank you so much. God bless each and every one of you all for tuning in. In Jesus' name, brothers and sisters, happy Sabbath.